This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, backup goalies are not easy to find, especially quality ones. And, you know, especially I think in Canada. Yeah, especially in Canada. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, nice tilt tonight between Toronto and, uh, boy, that was a great segue because I was just about to go into around the NHL. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Canadian goalies tough to find now, except in Winnipeg, who's, uh, once again, performing as the jets win tonight, the avalanche win tonight. So David, here's how we stand jets at 62 points. Avs one point behind boy, the Avs are just on fire right now. Um, and the stars at 57 points. And then when we look at the uh, wild card, there is some space there. So that's good for stars fans because right now um, the stars would have to drop uh, 10 points from that last playoff spot. So they're putting some distance between them and the other teams. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like it's pretty much written in stone. Um, they're going to play either Winnipeg or Colorado in round one of yeah. the 2024 Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> I hope it's the peg. But you know what? If if they're good enough, then they'll make it. If they're not, then it doesn't matter whether they get exposed in round one or two. Yeah, you got to so. get out of your division. You're absolutely right. Um, and yeah, that's a. Um, just, I think Colorado is so tough and I just think, you know, matchup wise, I think Winnipeg's a better matchup than Colorado is for the stars. Um, so I, I'm surprised that when the stars have played Winnipeg, that Winnipeg really is allowing the stars defenseman to carry it out of the zone in the games that have been played without any sustained pressure. And, you know, they did a good job getting out of the zone tonight. I didn't think really LA put a lot of pressure on them. So you know, when teams allow those stars defensemen to move, I think that's just makes it much easier on us. By the way, it probably helps that, uh, you know, when Dallas plays Winnipeg, uh, you know, sort of grinders like Mason Appleton are playing more minutes than yes. Ellers, who is like a first line talent. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, no shade to a former stars coach, Rick bonus. who's a great guy, of course. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it, what, and maybe this will like anger you more, but how are you going to feel if Colorado maybe haven't made a move or two um, also gets back Nachushkin and Landeskog? Yeah. The whole like, you know, cap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the long-term cap situation, I wonder if the NHL will address it, but it certainly is advantageous for 
players that are about to be back and they hold him back and say, well, he's not really ready. Tampa did that with Kucherov. Um, yeah. So it's just one of those things that you kind of have to, you know, deal with, but that certainly would be a tough first round matchup, Colorado and Dallas and Winnipeg, Dallas would be a tough matchup as well. But I mean, the whole central Arizona is still playing well. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a really good division and yeah, I mean, we kind of knew that going in. So Here's how it looks, David. We have uh, a tough one coming up, a tough few games. Philadelphia playing really well, so they face them on Thursday night. And then at New Jersey, um, who's been up and down this year, and then at the Islanders, once again, an up and down down team. And then they finish off the road trip in Detroit, um, who has vastly improved from years past. Uh, So uh, pretty tough uh, four-game swing up uh, east. Uh, Like to see them... uh, Three or four would be a beautiful one, but, uh, you know, just put some uh, points on the board. It, I'd probably the toughest game is going to be Philly on Thursday night. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the Flyers are such a fascinating example yep. of, of sort of how I, I think kind of coaching and also addition by subtraction can really, again, I want to stress addition by subtraction and I'm not referencing anybody in the Dallas stars, <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, like you look at some of the players that they got rid of, like Provorov, who was a Minimunchin defenseman, but um, just couldn't give them quality minutes. Um, and there's somebody else I, for some reason, I can't remember. Oh, that's right, D'Angelo. Um, and just kind of what that's done um, in terms of just kind of trimming the fat. Um, I, I think that sort of really goes a long way. And they're a good example of, you know, how you can kind of really make the most around the margins. And yeah, no, nobody had the Flyers as like a, you know, quality team this year, but, um, but they look good and, and they have some really good young players. And of course, I think the, I think Drysdale is going to be fantastic for them. I realized that wasn't ideal giving up your fifth overall potential number one center, uh, and Cutter Gauthier, Gauthier, I, I, can't, I always forget how to pronounce his last name, but um, but yeah, Philly's going to be tough. New Jersey, even, you know, with their leaky goaltending and without Dougie Hamilton, um, it's, it's going to be a, mainly because these are teams that are in the thick of it. And, and that seems to be, uh, better for Dallas than playing teams like Chicago. <laughs> Which, yeah. You know, no, you, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. By the way, uh, one of David's guys, Sean Dursey, right-handed defenseman that we'd all love. Uh, who, by the way, was traded from the L.A. Kings to Arizona for a second-round draft pick, and that has turned out to be a great pickup uh, for Arizona. He's got a goal and an assist tonight. Currently, as we tape this, Calgary and Arizona are in overtime, so the uh, Arizona picks up a nice point tonight, but uh, Dursey with 23 points, and I just do not see Arizona getting rid of both of their right-handed defensemen. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, they were like, you know, one of the, like really one of the rare examples of a team that picked up veterans that were not just veterans for veterans sake. They, you know, yes, sure. Technically they were veteran stop gaps because, you know, they have very temporary contracts, but I mean, I think they were all like really excellent compliments to their, their young players between like Zucker, uh, between bringing Bukestack back. And um, and I really like the Alex Kerfoot side. To me, Alex Kerfoot yep. is like a fixed version, or I should say, a Hot Wheels version of Radic Faxa. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, they it, play hard too as a team. 
Yes. Yeah. They're um, yeah, man. I, I, I don't, I, I, I kind of root for them, but I don't think they're going to make it mainly because I think the two teams that are vying for that wild card spot are Nashville, who I think are yep. quite underrated themselves. And my goodness seem to play Dallas. Like it is just uh last supper. And then of course, Edmonton, who I think is absolutely going to, I mean, if anything, one of these like elite teams in the Pacific is going to drop out of that top three, whether it's, I'm going to say it's Vancouver, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's LA who I still think is the best team in the Pacific. I know that sounds crazy. I still think they're the best team in the Pacific and eventually they're going to get Arvidsson back. But, um, but one of them is going to fall out of that top three um, because I do think Edmonton's going to find their way into that top three. So, That'll really mix things up if either Colorado or Winnipeg or even maybe Dallas's first matchup is one of those top four Pacific teams. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You know who I really like from Nashville is Jeremy Lazan, the defenseman. I can't stand him. No, <laughs> because he hits hard. <laughs> no, no. Just, like randomly disagree with you. Um, why, why I, just, I just think he's a really good like. You know, I mean, he's 26, but I mean, you know, it's the same. So he's not like super young, but I mean, I just love his physicality and just seems like he's really physical against the stars. It's, you know, it's uh, again, these uh, sort of Boston kind of leftovers. Um, I've been wanting to like poach so many of like Boston's um, sort of depth defenders for years, like Matt yeah. Relchik. My goodness, like super underrated defender. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, absolutely. So we both agree uh, to wrap things up that this is one of the stars' top wins of the year against a quality opponent. Once again, we'll say that they're coming off a long road trip. This was their final game, but at the same time, you know, some marquee players. Um, you had an all-star goalie in net tonight. So, I mean, a lot of you know, just a good all around game. Jake Ottinger played well. So, I mean, for a stars fan heading into this trip, you got to feel good. And now it's just a chance to like continue that momentum. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's looking good, tough to keep up in the central division, but you know, I'm feeling pretty optimistic tonight. I thought tonight was a, a fun game to watch for that purest hockey fan, you know, didn't, have like the crazy goals until the third period, but I just felt as though the stars were aggressive. Um, just felt as though they took advantage of the Kings on this long road trip. And, uh, you know, I just thought they played their game and were good in the corners. And I thought, you know, the line changes seemed to work. So, you know, check marks from Gavin Spittle tonight, David. Uh, I, w- I would just co-sign there. Um, I-, I think the other thing, too, is that, like, the changes felt sustainable. Like, to me, yes. Wyatt Johnson next to Henson Robertson feels like not just sustainable, but the new top line. Um, but, you know, I-, I think there is – I think it's worth asking, right, which is 
do you really want to win that many more games if it guarantees an easier first round matchup? And what do you mean by that? Uh, you know, like Colorado separates themselves and, uh, you know, you don't want to like catch Colorado and overtake them. Um, or do you? So you're saying fall back into a wild card and play a... <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, I, I, I don't really know what actually, you know, what am I talking about? Like it's Dallas is the West, the top eight in the West yeah. is so good that no matter who you play, it's going to be a nightmare. Steve Levy said something really, and this is why I like Steve Levy after the game. He's, he, they showed the standings and he said, he said, I feel of the top seven, you know, one of those teams in the West could go on to win the Stanley cup and people wouldn't completely be surprised. And I thought that was interesting. So uh, he, his seventh was Edmonton. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, that, that, makes, that makes sense though, but actually like statistically, uh, Don Lustician and the athletic had a piece uh, just the, uh, just yesterday um, about uh, sort of this being the year in which uh, there's never been more uh, teams with over 5% odds to win the cup. Uh, because they're just because parity is just that stacked this year. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, what is it? Yeah, I, I'm like speechless. It's, it, it, it's, it really sets up um, a, a sort of a playoff year to remember because every matchup is going to be two quality teams, not just like some rando like Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like just yeah. that only has good goaltending and is trying to kind of pry, uh, cage fight their way to victory. Um, no, these are going to all going to be just really fantastic teams. Well, and that's what's interesting. Like, you know, just fast forwarding, it's like, let's say the Stars played Colorado in the first round. Would you be disappointed if they got eliminated? I mean, disappointed, yeah. But I mean, you wouldn't say, oh my God, I can't believe this. What about Winnipeg? You'd probably say, oh my God. You know, I mean, it's not, there's no shocking like upsets right now because you know top eight are pretty strong right now so i mean that's how strong the west is where you know all of these are good teams you know it's so it's uh kind of like for instance i don't want to face nashville i think nashville's a bad matchup for the stars team i think that you're right i think nashville's better than people give them credit for and i think they play a style of game that the stars have trouble with and we've seen that in the three games they've played yeah, and they're also a unique team in terms of like they they have some really underrated young talent. Like nobody yeah. talks about well, except for the uh, prospect nerds at uh, EP Ringside, where of course Sean Shapiro also right. <laughs> uh, look, shameless plug for you, Ben. Um, the uh, like like Parsonen and Evangelista, and yeah. and of course their blue line, even like Sands, Shea Weber, and Ekholm, and just the tons of other play, uh, defensemen that they've drafted. Over the years, which, by the way, if if somebody hasn't like poached their defensive scouts, like why hasn't that happened? Yeah, defensive like, like Anaheim. Scouts. You just yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with you. It's amazing. They're like a they're a production hub for defensemen, um, like Norris Trophy candidates as well as um, Vesna guys. It's it's truly amazing. So, uh, all right, if you want to support David, which you all should. If you see an article coming out in D magazine and it says David Castillo or it says Robert Tiffin, or it says uh, Sean Shapiro, just go click, 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 click. 
and click it 20 times so we can get that up. But you could also subscribe to his Substack where he gives you all this analytical information and really good deep dive on the Dallas Stars since uh, similar to what Sean does. David, you're an absolute beast. Thank you for joining us. Man, I could talk hockey all night with you. You're a blast, and uh, I appreciate it. Uh, all of that is untrue, but um, I'll take it anyways. And, uh, <laughs> uh, well, much better than tomorrow's guest as we have the return of Craig Ludwig. So <laughs> I will be beaten up for an hour and um, I will ask Craig questions and he will say that's a dumb question. And that's how the podcast goes. So Craig Ludwig joins us tomorrow. So <laughs> get ready for that. Spits and suspects. David, one question I'm going to ask Craig. I can't stand the drop back pass on the power play. <laughs> and I know it seems simple, but I just don't see that much more of an advantage of it because these drop pack passes are nearly going back to the goalie now. It's, it's definitely, I think kind of a, um, in some ways, probably a function of how much more dangerous PK units, right? They, you know, they have the whole thing, the power kill. And so I think maybe that's kind of what that is. Um, this is just like theory craft. And, but I think it's kind of a, a sort of almost like a premature um, or preemptive kind of defense um, against teams that um, are, are a little bit more uh, deep, like in terms of, you know, sending that, you know, first four checker on the PK. Uh, I, don't, I don't like it either. I think there are plenty of other ways to enter the zone. Yeah. Um, without this kind of odd like passage, um, almost kind of like an intermission in the play. Right. Like if the guy's like a couple yards behind you, I get it. But I, <laughs> it's just funny because the 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 opposition is just waiting for you and they just stay there. It's not like they're like, oh, boy, here he comes. Well, you know, in some ways you, you got to wonder, and and this is like a really a question for like tactic nerds, but you have to wonder at some point um, teams are going to maybe pick up on that. Yes. And like start to really kind of exploit it in the same way that you're kind in, in the same way that you're seeing the one, three, one kind of fall out of fashion. Um, you know, teams are, are no longer, you know, stacking their fours in the middle of the ice on the power play. You know, you're seeing a lot more of the kind of classic spread formation, Right. Which even Dallas is, is kind of done with the first unit <laughs> at times. So, yeah, like I'm curious to see how that kind of evolves. And yeah, if, if, if I was shorthanded and if I'm a team and I see that tendency, which almost all teams are doing now, I'm taking my chance and I'm having one guy just regularly set up. And as soon as that defenseman starts coming, I'm going to start cheating into that zone and then do a full sprint after that puck. I, I would love to see that. And yeah. anything that introduces more chaos into the game. <laughs> well, you're a beast, my friend, and can't wait to have you on again soon. Thank you. And as we mentioned on Spits and Suds, if you go in and you like us, thank you so much. If you spread the word, thank you so much. One of the things we would love to see you do is there are many websites out there wherever you can find Spits and Suds. And they said, you know, leave comments and a star rating. So we would appreciate if you, you know, five star rating and a comment and uh, let us know what you think. And you can always reach me at GJ Spittle. Read a couple of your tweets tonight. And if you want to ask Craig a question, you certainly can. So just tweet me at GJ Spittle and we'll get um, to Craig's questions uh, tomorrow. So for David Castillo, I'm Gavin Spittle. Once again, stars with what we feel is their 
best complete win of the year, uh, beat the LA Kings by the score of five to one. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.